Welcome to This Luxury Life, a podcast where we take a closer look at the finer things. I'm your host, R. Pankosh. From Michelin star dining to high-profile sporting events, private jets to boutique jewelry, I speak with the people who strive to bring you nothing but the very best. So join me, won't you, as we explore this luxury life. And one of the key factors that families look for when they move to Dubai is the kind of education that their kids will receive. The city boasts an incredible diversity of schools that are designed to meet the most rigorous educational standards. And among Dubai's finest institutions is Ambassador International Academy, which is the first IB school to offer both IB qualifications and British qualifications. In this episode, I am joined by the principal of Ambassador International Academy, James Lynch. Welcome to the show, James. Thank you for having me, Arpan. So James, let's talk a little bit more about Ambassador International and uh, what it is that you offer. Ambassador International Academy is located in the center of Dubai, actually about 12 minutes from Business Bay. And we have outstanding facilities within the school, including uh, an auditorium with a 600 uh, capacity uh, seating facility, as well as extensive sports facilities, including an athletics track. And the latest labs, we have uh, six scientific labs, and also as well, we have a robotics lab and coding uh, labs for students to have a really exciting and enriching IB experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have teachers uh, who are very, very experienced um, uh, from teaching in IB schools across the world. And 90% of our teachers are, are native speakers. And we have a curriculum that offers uh, the PYP, which is the primary years program, uh, and the middle years program for students. Okay. And the really exciting thing is when students uh, are 14 years of age, they can actually choose one of two pathways they can take IB qualifications, mm-hmm. or they can actually take British IGCSE qualifications from 14 to 16. And then okay. uh, at 16, students then have a choice of either the IB diploma mm-hmm. or the IB careers related pathway, or they could take British A-levels as well. So we've tried to um, design a curriculum that will give everybody the chance to succeed depending on their learning styles and, right. the, and the qualifications that they want to obtain. Uh, one of the key things and our key focus for families in Dubai mm-hmm. is offering a personalized approach. So okay. we have uh, a very uh, bespoke plan for every student so that we can stretch all students' strengths mm-hmm. but also offer them the opportunities to have lots of one-to-one and small group support in any areas that they have to develop. And our parents are are, are really, really uh, pleased with this approach, which involves them as well, so that every child has a unique journey and the support and the nurturing and the love and guidance that they need to be the best that they can possibly be, both academically Mm -hmm. uh, and also as young people as they they develop uh, within this world. We've actually got some amazing recent results in a, in a, in a KHDA distance learning survey. During these recent uh, difficult times, all schools right. in Dubai were evaluated for their distance learning provision. 
Uh, they had their lessons, their virtual lessons observed by the KHDA and also an extensive evaluation. Mm-hmm. And we were the only IB school and the only new school uh, to achieve uh, a perfect 13 out of 13 themes that were evaluated okay. in the highest category, which we were very, very proud of. Yes, that's um, fantastic. So this, so this was really, really good. It was a, a fantastic um, acknowledgement, really, to the professionalism of our teachers, right. uh, who are very experienced. But also, as well, I'd like to mention how amazing our students and our parents um, did during this period by working so closely together with our teachers to ensure that the students not only carried on learning and making progress, right. uh, but also that, that their well-being uh, was something that was considered on a daily basis and supported uh, by our professional team. Uh, the other thing that makes us unique as well is our attractive fee structure, mm-hmm. um, okay. which we offer, which is uh, uh, 40% on average cheaper than other IB schools in Dubai. So we've had a, we've had a very successful start as a school, mm-hmm. um, and we've had a very, very busy summer with admissions. Now that's, that is very good to hear, um, especially with everything that's been going on. The fact that you're so busy right now is excellent news indeed. Uh, just to uh, expand on uh, a point that you would mentioned earlier in terms of um, creating a bespoke plan for students and providing them guidance, uh, are, there, um, are your class sizes a bit smaller than what is typical or what is a, a yeah, for this for, Yeah, for this new academic year, our class sizes will be 10 in the kindergarten. Okay and 12 in the primary and secondary. And one of the key things that we focus on as a school Mm -hmm. uh, is ensuring that the students have fun and they love their learning. So having creative, well-planned lessons and also lots of opportunities Mm -hmm. outside of the curriculum time is something that we very much focus on as well. So students, whether that's um, students attending robotics or, or coding, um, in after-school sessions to uh, gaining further knowledge in languages or maths or science or English. Um, we have a program uh, where students can carry on with academics mm-hmm. uh, after the school day. Okay. But also as well, there's lots of arts and innovative activities and sporting activities. So the students get to really, really experience lots and lots of things at school. Our Mm. school day is exciting and engaging. So uh, when they develop a a real love for their school and for learning and they they genuinely have fun when they come into school, this is when their learning is accelerated. And we feel that's so important in building their aspirations for the future. Oh yes, absolutely, absolutely. That sounds great. Um, and I guess let's talk a little bit about yourself as well. Now, how long have you been uh, with Ambassador? So I'm the founding principal of Ambassador International oh, right. Academy. So I was actually here uh, when it was a building site, helping to shape and design the school, which was very, very exciting. Uh, the Ambassador Group are a very successful group, very established in Dubai. They already have two schools. Uh, within Dubai that have been up and right. running now for 10 years that are both rated as very good schools one of only 22 of only 29 schools in Dubai that are rated as, as very good mm-hmm. so they're a very established group and I have lots of experience of leading uh, both very good and outstanding IB schools and also mm-hmm. British schools both 
internationally and uh, within England as well. So it, right. it was a really exciting project when we came together. And one of the things that really, really uh, motivates me every day when I come into, into the school is the fact that I'm working with a group that do everything to put the child first, whether that's right. from the outstanding facilities we have to recruiting only the best teachers uh, to providing really, really excited opportunities for students um, and their families to be really, really fully involved within the school. Mm. And it's the little extra things that we offer students and families within our curriculum right. and also our extra curriculum that make the school very, very unique. Right. And um, how long have you been uh, in the field of education now? So now I've, I've led schools for uh, nearly 22 years uh, oh, in, a, in a range of countries. Um, and one of the, the key things for me uh, is ensuring that the school uh, that I work in has extremely high standards. Right. There has to be teamwork in a, in, a, in a school from top to bottom throughout the organization. There has to be mm -hmm. a, a teamwork approach where everything is focused on ensuring that the students have the best opportunities and the best standards uh, to enable them to achieve their dreams. And I think a school that involves parents in that process, mm -hmm. uh, whether that's educating parents on the curriculum or on the assessments or ensuring that parents understand the progress that their children are making, when a school successfully engages with parents right. um, and the children see that and they feel it, they feel very secure um, and then they make accelerated progress. So this is something that I've always tried to do and certainly uh, it's something that we do very strongly at Ambassador International Academy. Right, right. So this goes uh, beyond just the, you know, once every few months having a parent-teacher meeting. Absolutely, it's yeah. I, I often say to, to, to all of our parents, you know, we're, we're, we're a family, we're a big family. Right. Um, and having them uh, part of the process of their child's development in the school mm. certainly helps their children to feel very happy and secure. Oh, yes, yes, definitely. Um, and what brought you to Dubai initially? So initially, uh, myself and my wife and children, we wanted to live uh, internationally. We, we'd lived okay. in England for an awful long time. Um, and we, Dubai was somewhere which really excited at us due to, the, due to the fantastic innovation and the, the multicultural um, oh, yes. environment that Dubai has. Um, and we did some research and actually my wife and I uh, we left our kids with our parents and we came over here for a week just to check the place out. Maybe, uh, I think this was about six years ago now, and we, f oh, we nice. fell in love with it immediately. So that's when we decided to come uh, and, and work in Dubai and uh, for the children to experience education in Dubai, which has been fantastic for them as well. Oh, yes. It's actually one of, one of the lovely things about Ambassador International Academy is that we have over 45 nationalities of students. So it's oh, truly right. an international school with an mm -hmm. international feeling uh, to it. And I think that this really enables, enables students to learn about each other's culture mm -hmm. um, yes. and, uh, and right. to, to share the, the wonderful ideas that they have, which they brought with them from the different mm -hmm. countries that they've lived in as well. All right, excellent. That's uh, definitely very uh, forward thinking. Now, as uh, you uh, mentioned earlier as well, of course, this year has been... Um, you know, it's been quite an interesting one for schools, union, universities. Uh, there's been uh, very 
very major changes because of you know, the current pandemic. Um, so what was it like when, when you first started, you know, when, when the government announced there would be distance learning, how easy was it for you to adapt to that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a challenge, I think, across the world. One yeah. of the key things that we focused on um, immediately was was ensuring that as an I you know as an IB school within Dubai we we focus anyway on heavily on professional development of our teachers right. and one of the key things that we wanted to make sure is that all of our teachers were were highly trained in the various platforms that we were going to use mm-hmm. uh, to ensure distance learning was was very successful um, but also as well we need to make sure that our students and our parents were also upskilled and supported in the process of transferring to distance learning. And right. part, of that, uh, part of that process and ensuring that, that it was successful was making sure that the communication links between the school and the parents were extremely strong. And this is something that we've always believed in anyway. Mm-hmm. So we, offer, uh, we offered uh, a very personalized approach to distance learning where there were opportunities for one-on-one sessions with teachers, small group sessions with teachers. We immediately went into having four to five live lessons a day, uh, which worked very successfully. And we had to uh, make sure that we ensured that uh, there was a nice and creative balance of on-screen time with the live lessons and Mm off-screen time. So we listened to our parents and we listened to our students on a daily basis and the many surveys that we did to ensure that the students uh, were comfortable and were making progress and were accessing all of the exciting and creative methods that we were offering them to ensure that their learning continued and this process of communication is something that we we carried forward throughout and we actually had um, bi-weekly interviews and sessions um, with the teachers and the parents and the students um, to ensure that the the progress that the students were were making during this time was fully understood by the parents and they were able to support their children and see that their children were making progress in every area. And I think that association with the learning that was happening at home and the recognition we could give to that learning, to Mm. the students and ensuring that their well-being and their motivation uh, stayed there was very, very important. So... I think we, we adapted very quickly and I think, right. you know, hats off as well to our parents and our amazing students. It was, a, it was truly a team effort. And I think right. in generations to come, the, this group of, of students really across the world who've experienced this um, would have developed a, a deeper resilience and also technological skills mm-hmm. and independent right. learning skills right. that uh, would probably not have happened to primary students or kindergarten students at the rates that they that it did happen uh, yeah, these skills are normally developed far later in the in the school journey particularly mm-hmm. you know from 14 to 18 where they start to develop those independent learning skills and 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 this is something that i think will be a huge advantage to this generation uh, because of how they've adapted in the last three to four months right um, and what are some of the changes uh, that, that you, know, you may have uh, had to make that you'll be implementing for the coming academic year? Yeah, so everything's about safety. Um, right. And we've worked through the summer. My, my, all of my staff are back 
two weeks early uh, from the summer. The whole okay. team and the senior leadership team have been here and the site team all the summer to ensure that there are rigorous uh, safety measures in place. Mm -hmm. So we have obviously on the, the entrance to the school, that's key, where we temperature check and there's um, hygiene systems in place for everybody mm -hmm. and this is all monitored very closely yeah. also when children before they get on a bus or when they arrive with their parents all of these things uh, are in place where they are checked before they uh, are allowed in contact with other students but the yeah. other thing that's important as well is is the actual routines throughout the school during the day so we mm -hmm. have smaller class sizes now right. uh, where the children are distance 1.5 meters from each other and we have one-way systems around the school. We have zoned areas at break times and lunch times. So okay. children will be within their class bubble mm -hmm. and will be safe within that bubble. And we also have ex uh, very extensive cleansing um, operations in place. And okay. we use a, a UV robot uh, that absolutely overnight cleans all the materials for the next day. But during the day as well, we have extensive uh, cleansing facilities in place. We've uh, limited the types of apparatus and equipment that the children have okay. so that this can be uh, cleaned and monitored at all times. And children will stay within their class instead of right. moving around to different classrooms within the school. The teachers will actually come to that classroom. Um, so, you know, there are various uh, systems and measures in place. We've worked very closely with other schools uh, in Asia who've been mm -hmm. through the process a little bit earlier than us. This was right. very important. And I have to say we've been extremely well supported uh, with the KHDA and the, and the, and the Dubai government um, to support all aspects of how the school uh, will function. And I think all the principals across Dubai will, will, will say the same thing, that, that we've had a, 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 such a huge amount of support and guidance right. to ensure that students are safe. And it's, you know, it's a huge... Well done, I think, to to you know Sheikh Mohammed um, and his team in how the the UAE mm. is has made such amazing progress with fighting this pandemic. Oh, yes, um, definitely. You know, and, definitely. and and it's something that I think the the schools feel in, in the support as well because it's certainly helped um, with all of the systems that are in place. Right, right, absolutely. That's uh, that's a very salient point in that. Uh, the OEE has, I think, adapted very quickly to the new normal and putting systems in place to make sure that uh, everyone from adults to children are kept safe. Yeah, absolutely. And we will offer two options for families. Mm -hmm. We will offer uh, a distant learning, distance learning program for families who want to carry on with that. It was okay. such a success. Mm -hmm. But we will also uh, offer five days of face-to-face uh, -face learning okay. with the conditions that I mentioned for our students. And uh, right. 76 to 77% of our parents and uh, families want to come back immediately um, right. to start the school, which mm -hmm. is going to start at the end of August. And the rest of the percentage of our families want to carry on with distance learning for a little while longer. So we've put sure. both mechanisms in place. We've recruited lots of extra staff to do that. Um, and there, it's, it's been a huge team effort. Um, and uh, I'm very proud of everyone uh, that supported the school to ensure that students are going to be safe. They're going to be happy. They're going to have a fantastic educational experience, even with the conditions that we have to put in place.
Oh, wonderful. Um, and now putting all of that into a broader context, uh, what are some of the lessons that you think can be learned from the pandemic? And how do you think the educational sector might change for good? I think it's really um, enabled um, teachers and leaders and parents to to really see the rapid progress that children can make at such a young age right. with their independent learning skills mm -hmm. and with their techno technological skills as well. I think that the, the, the pandemic has has um, really accelerated um, the progress that students can make um, you know, from learning and progressing uh, through using technology. Um, and this will enable us to do some really, really exciting um, plans and projects with the students mm -hmm. virtually, uh, both you know, after school hours, but also as well during holiday times and weekends, mm -hmm. you know, where we can offer some really exciting things for students to be able to access um, platforms to continue with their learning if they so wish. Um, and I, I think the other thing as well is um, we invested in, an, in a lot of artificial intelligence uh, platforms mm -hmm. that have enabled students to progress at their own rates as well. And, right. you know, many of our students have really extended their learning way beyond perhaps where we predicted they might be because they were able to have access uh, to their learning, mm -hmm. not just within the confines of a school day. And right. this is something that's very exciting for the future, I think. Excellent. Well, it's, uh, it's definitely going to be very interesting to see how all of this unfolds. And um, perhaps, uh, as you said, uh, future generations would be um, perhaps at a much higher level than, uh, than the way things have been going now. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, James. I do appreciate uh, your time and uh, you know, your fantastic input on everything that's happening in the educational sector. Uh, but before we wrap up, uh, there is a little quick fire Q&A that I do with all of my guests. Okay. Are you ready for that? <laughs> no problem. Fire, fire away. <laughs> all right. Uh, your favorite cuisine? It definitely has to be Indian. Right. Uh, any, uh, any particular favorites? Um, I, I, I do love spicy Indian food. Uh, jar phrases uh -huh. are, are something that I do enjoy. But I have to say that... Uh, I'm somebody that, and one of the things that I love about Dubai is uh -huh. just the diversity of foods that you know we can eat from oh, different yes. countries. So I think, you know, it's a very exciting place to live in, but you have to be careful. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is the That's thing. Um, a favorite book of yours? Uh, for me, there was a book that that really um, epitomized um, children and adults having a growth mindset and the powers of that, and it was a mm -hmm. book called Bounce by okay. Matthew Syed, a very, very interesting book. And it's about the concept of effort um, and mm -hmm. talent and how, you know, effort is such an important thing right. within, you know, any aspect of life. Um, and if effort is applied to the maximum, then amazing results can, can happen. Um, and about people believing in themselves and dreaming big. So it's a very exciting book in that sense. So I really enjoyed that book. Oh, wonderful. Um, now, a new hobby that you discovered during the lockdown? Um, I wouldn't say new hobby, but I think, right. and I think perhaps this might be quite, quite a common theme. 
Uh, I think I improved my cooking skills. <laughs> um, yeah, I certainly, I certainly improved my cooking skills. I'm not saying they're at the level I want them to be, <laughs> not at all. But it was a nice, it, the, the one positive, or you know, there were some positives, of course, for everybody. And uh, I think one of them for me was being able to cook with the family and have that family time, you know, and really enjoy. You know the the fun that we had in the kitchen, uh, and I think you know I think if we take reflect and look back at the time of of lockdown during the pandemic, it certainly enabled us to slow down a little bit and spend more quality time yes. with the people yes. we care for, and I think that's very important. Oh, definitely, definitely, I absolutely agree with that. Um, what would you consider to be your greatest luxury? Uh, my family, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, my family and my two dogs. That's my greatest luxury, for, for, for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, your uh, next travel destination? I, I've, I've always wanted to travel to the Maldives. All right. So um, I, I, I hopefully next year at some point, when things are, are safe and uh, we're a little bit further on from where we were at, I would love to, uh, to spend a couple of weeks in the Maldives with my family. All right. Uh, I guess kind of um, keeping with that, what was uh, what was the last place you went to before all of this happened? So before all of this happened, we actually went to Zanzibar, oh, wow. and uh, okay. we had an amazing experience in Zanzibar. We went, uh, took my family. We travelled around Zanzibar. Um, we stayed in some lovely places. We snorkeled. Um, we went into some schools. We went into the community. We met a couple of families and cooked with them. And we had just an amazing experience in Zanzibar, so I'd highly recommend it to anybody. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Um, someone you would want to trade places with for a day? Um, I think, for me, the, the, the Dubai is, is a place that excites me uh, so much because there is so much progress that's made mm -hmm. on so many levels on a daily basis. And you know, when you live here and you see things change at such a, at such a rapid pace, um, I think it would be so interesting to uh, to be Sheikh Mohammed for a day. Oh wow! It would That's be pretty incredible, right. I, I, and I just I just really admire the way that the UAE um, do things and their, mm -hmm. their their positive, open approach, uh, which really encourages that international mindset and right. uh, mm -hmm. encourages you know people to want to be the most successful that they can be, um, and I think that. You know the education within Dubai, the educational opportunities uh, for children, um, you know, are, are fantastic, which mm -hmm. attracts people to Dubai more and more as well. Oh, yes. And also, yeah. it's a beautiful place to be able to travel to other places from as well. So, yeah. so you know, we we certainly consider it our home as well, and uh, it would be wonderful to to spend a day with 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 our with His Highness to just to see. You know what he gets up to. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, you know all this time I've never had anyone give me that response. So, so that's that's really that is really great. All right, and that is it for our quickfire. Uh, so thank you again for your time, James. I really do appreciate it. No, thank you uh, as well, Arpan. It's been a pleasure. And um, if anybody wants to come and and visit me at the school or they'd like some more information, uh, I'd be more than welcome to to you know, to show them around or to meet them, to discuss things. Um, it's a wonderful school. Um, and thank you very much for this opportunity uh, of chatting with you today.
Oh, thank you. And uh, best of luck for the coming academic year. Great. Thank you very much. And that is it for the show. You can find all the latest episodes of This Luxury Life on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast platforms. So search for us and please do hit that subscribe button. If you want to view some of the world's finest homes where you can enjoy an incredible luxury lifestyle, visit us on LuxuryProperty.com and please follow us on social media as well. Thank you very much for listening. I hope everyone out there is staying safe and following all necessary precautions to keep them and their loved ones healthy. And we will talk again next time as we explore another facet of this ever-changing luxury life. (music) 